Alright, what's up everybody, um, what's up, um, this is a, uh, new, this is a new podcast, um, it's based on basketball, but today I wanted to talk about, um, the keys, the key to being a, to becoming a great shooter, and also, um, the key to driving to the basket, um, with, with contact, how to drive to the basket effectively. Well, first, um, I'm going to talk about how to become a great shooter. Um, The way to become a great shooter, of course, is um, to master the one-motion jump shot. Um, A one-motion jump shot is a jump shot that you can go right into without... And it's a jump shot where you can go right into without any uh, wasted movement or motion. Um, so in order to be an effective shooter, you want to learn, in order to perfect the uh, one motion jump shot without any uh, wasted movement, you want to learn how to shoot off the catch without bringing the ball down or dipping extremely low. Because um, an extremely low dip, um, it can hinder the uh, trajectory of your shot. Um, the trajectory of your shot is your arc, is a combination of arc plus distance. If you bring the ball down after catching it, and then and then raise it back up to release the shot. It can give the ball a longer distance to travel. The longer the distance the ball has to travel after leaving your hand, the quicker the air gives out, which causes which 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 will cause your shot which can cause your shot to be short. Um, also, um, with an extremely low dip, it just completely just slows your shot down, and um, which there, which gives um, a defender, especially one with long arms, a chance to um, strip you before you even get the shot off. Or if you do get it off, or you do get the shot off, it's going. It can get blocked very easily because the dip, as I said, can slow down the shot. Um, lastly, too low of a shooting with a with too low of a dip um, can cause you to use all arms and hardly any legs. You should always um, get your legs involved in your shot. So, um, so basically, another key to being a great shooter is running to your spots for, for shots uh, versus standing still or being a stationary, a completely stationary shooter. Uh, running the spots for shots. It keeps your muscles warm and loose, which allows you to um, keep the full mechanics of your form. 
once you um, receive the ball off the catch. Um, so basically, it allows you to effectively allows you to effectively um, get off your feet, and allows you to effectively hold your follow through. If um, if you're keeping your legs and your shot and running rather than just standing still. Um, standing still makes you stiff and causes your muscle it can cause your muscles to get cold, which hinders you from getting lift on your shot. Um, this can happen a lot this is very likely to happen if you're on a team with a uh, point guard or a ball handler. Um, that likes to just dribble the air out of the basketball and takes forever to pass it, um, which can uh, take a play, which can take a shoot, a very, even the greatest of shooters out of their rhythm. Uh, Yeah, so the key to being a great shooter is to master the one motion jump shot. Um, if you want to learn how to master the one motion jump shot, look at Steph Curry. Look at, um, you can even go look at Reggie Miller. Um, look at Clay Thompson, Ray Allen. Those guys all mass are masters of the uh, one motion quick release jump shot. The quick release is so important because it keeps you in rhythm. Um, now, if you watch, if you watch them, um, when I talk about shooting with no dip, um, I would say for short guys, they should be careful about shooting with no dip. Now, however, um, shooting with a dip. It's not always a bad thing if you've mastered the... Because you can still master the one motion quick release shot without the dip. I mean, with the dip. It's just that if you have a dip in your shot, you want that dip to be... You want that dip to be still... High and you want the ball to still be in an area where you can quickly raise it back up without getting stripped before even getting the shot off. Um, Curry, if you watch him, he he does bring the ball down slightly around his um, stomach area, but the stomach area is still in a high enough position where you can quickly raise it right back up and go right into that jump shot without any wasted movement. Um, yeah, um, but but I see a lot of kids, you know, or a lot of people, when I see them shoot the ball, um, they have an extremely low dip down where when they catch the ball it goes all the way down to they'll bring it all the way down to about their waist area and lower and then they're trying to shoot and that just slows the shot down completely 
Um, it may you may can make the shot when no one is guarding you, but when you have a very good defender or a long, winky, athletic defender who's who can cover a lot of ground with his length and is great at getting a hand up, it can it can really give you having such a low dip can give you a lot of um, trouble Um, another key to being a great shooter is that um, once you've mastered the one motion jump shot is that um, you want to work on you want to work on being able to come into that one motion jump shot not only off the catch but also off the dribble you want to work on um, the mid-range and things of that nature. But a big thing is always making sure that if a defender, once you master the one-motion jump shot, that when a defender gets a hand up, let's say you have enough space to get off a good look, but a defender still is in position where he is running and jumping at you aggressively while you're up in that shot work on not fading away work on not fading away if you're already in the air before he jumps but he's still but then he's still lunging at you up in the air himself Make sure you are staying consistent with your follow-through like you would when you're wide open. You want to always jump up, straight, forward, over and also remember too that um, you have to you have to the defender has to let you land so if he jumps in your um, if he jumps in your shoot if he jumps in your landing space it's a foul three shots if he doesn't give you a chance to win but um yeah so don't be afraid of that contact um you should only fade away if you absolutely have to and another key to being a great shooter you know is making sure that you're always staying conditioned you're always staying in running shape you're um because the more because the more shape you're in the stronger your leg muscles become and when those leg muscles and thigh muscles are strong it's a whole lot easier to shoot 
when when you're sort of in a fatigued like state So a lot of times, so what I do is, um, when I'm at, when I'm working on and things of that nature, um, always do a, uh, quick warm up, always stretch and, um, a good way to a prop, the proper way to stretch is not doing static stretch out stretches before, um, a workout, but it's more doing, um, is doing um, mobile stretches, um, mobile stretches like hip flexor stretches, um, and doing like um, jumping jacks and leg swing throughs. Because. Um, that is what gets your, um, is those are what gets your legs loose, and even jogging is a great way to warm your muscles up before any kind of workout. So after I do a warm up, um, I immediately um, I get right into uh, shooting. I always go up and down the court, um, dribbling down court full speed, and trying to knock down a pull up jumper on each end until I hit a total of ten shots. And then after I hit a total of ten shots, I get a sip of water, run suicide. Then run a lap around, the, run, a, run one lap, and then repeat the same process with um, shooting on both ends until I make 10 shots coming full speed off the dribble. Because um, that's, that, that helps you um, build endurance increases um, and helps you build those leg muscles Um, because you need to be able to always have your legs um, when you're shooting especially when you're tired you want to be able to get that lift on your shot you want to be able to effectively hold that follow through um, when your heart rate is really up and another um to um, improving your stamina and things of that nature is uh, learning how to control your breathing. Um, You don't want to force yourself to breathe through your... You never want to force yourself to breathe through your nose. Um, Breathing through your nose, just slight... Just um, 100% trying to force air through your nose can cause your um, muscles 
and um, to tighten up, especially in your jaw areas and things of nature, and that's not what you want. So um, you always want to, if you run, you want to run with your, you don't want to run with your mouth extremely wide open, but you want to run with your, you want to run with your lips parted so you can, um, so you can effectively, you want to run with your lips slightly parted so you can effectively breathe in and out. So that, that right there prevents you from tiring out so quickly. Also with the uh, also with shooting in the one motion quick release jump shot, um, when defenders get a hand up in your face or jump very close to you, without jumping in your landing space, you always want to maintain your same form. Jump straight up. It's always important to jump straight up and straight down with no wasted or unfamiliar movement in your shot, as you do if you were um, wide open or even shooting alone. Um, if you do happen to fade away, you always want to make sure it's an on-balance uh, fade away um, where you're still shooting squared. And I like to call the um, on-balance fade away, um, the other white guys shoot, I like to call that the uh, sway. Um, if you master it, it can be very effective um, and keep uh, the f- in order for a defender to get to the shot, they have to get past that foot, which is gonna, that, that foot that um, is being kicked out. In order to um, get to your shot, which is most likely going to be a foul. Um, But otherwise, you do not want to fade away. um, Because it causes you to be off balance. And the shot will either be um, long or short. Um, Shooting off the dribble, um, the same principles uh, apply in terms of getting your... um, Shooting off the dribble, the same principles apply. And um, in terms of, um, especially in terms of getting your legs involved in your shot, um, getting your legs involved in your shot is not just about um, getting off your feet. Um, to successfully get your legs involved in your shot, you always want to activate your glutes um, by driving hard to the spot in a knee bent position. Um, a knee bent position, um, well, a knee bent position that allows you to be comfortably explosive. Um, when you drive and get to that, you can get to that and get that comfortable bend in your in your quad or thigh area. Um, you all you will make way more shots. Um, because the power in your quads allows you to get more arc on the ball. Um, I can um give you an instance of how well this works. Uh, when I was uh, playing in high school, my coach assigned our team a personal trainer uh, named uh, Mike Black, who played for ODU back in the uh, late 90s. 
Um, my coach had him work with me on shooting specifically since my role was to come in games and knock down uh, three-point shots. Uh, we did a drill where we had to come down court full speed and make 75 uh, mid-range jump shots. Um, and uh, Coach Black always... Uh, told us that the power uh, was in our quads and glutes and he explained the concept of getting well so that once you reach so that once we reached our spot our target uh, we were coming into um, we were coming into the shot from a squatting position um, well uh, using this concept I actually made uh, 75 jump shots in a row um, without a miss and then um, also um my uh, brother, he um, reminded me about this uh, concept and uh, running suicides and laps, so I could uh, use this tech, so I could use this technique effectively again um, due to my surgery. Um, and um, I, this technique works very well because if you're running, um, if you're playing too upright in your shooter and you're coming into your shot standing straight up in a in a um, upright jogging position, chances are you're not going to hit as many shots. You're not going to hit as many shots because um, you're not getting enough. Because you're not getting enough power. Because your power from your quads aren't being um, tr- aren't, aren't aren't being transferred into the power in your calves. Um, your calves aren't able to generate the power that they need. Um, and, it's, and, and that causes everything to be flat. But um, exploding the spots for shots uh, leads me to the next concept, which which is how to be faster with the basketball. Um, in order to be uh, faster with the basketball, you want to learn how to um, take. Uh, you want to learn how to take big motion steps. Um, motion steps are the steps that you all, are the running steps that you always um, take in between each dribble. Um, basically, if you uh, take a dri- after you take your dribble and you're running, you're on the run, um, then you're gonna step. Then you're gonna take a running step before you take your next dribble. So the motion step is when the ball. Has um, is is the running step that you take once the ball is um, in the air coming back towards your palm. Once the ball reaches your palm, then you're gonna take another. Then you're gonna um, dribble again. Then you're gonna take another motion step and repeat the same process. Um, well, a lot of um, well, the key to being faster with those motion steps is taking as long of steps as you can in between each dribble. Um, the longer your motion steps are in between each dribble, um, the uh, more gra- the faster you're able to get the court because you are covering a whole lot of ground in between each dribble, and that causes you to take lesser dribbles to get to your spot. So that's, that's the um, main key to getting uh, faster with the basketball is learning how to um, is learning how to get low, um, take, 
take that dribble and um, take as big of steps in between each dribble as possible. And explode to to the spot. Um, normally when um, I, I work out by myself or when I'm playing against someone and I'm on a fast break and I'm looking to get either um, that pull-up jumper or all the way to the basket, um, I always try to um, do, I always try to get from my foul line to the other foul line in a, in a minimum of two dribbles. And if I can't exactly get there in two dribbles, four dribbles max. I try to get from I try to get from one end of the court to the other in a uh, max of uh, four, maybe five dribbles. No more than that. Um, because you always want to be um, attacking before um, the defense has a chance to react. You want the defense to. I know basketball is a reaction sport, but you want the defense to react to you late. Um, you want the you want the defender to always um, be in a position where he has to catch up to you, where um where he has to react to you. I mean, while you are always going to be reacting to the defender, the main thing is you want to uh, control the reaction. You want to control his reaction as well as um, making a move um, based on the move that he makes. And that leads me um, also to uh, my uh, next um, next segment which is on how to um, successfully um, get by defenders. Um, If you want to successfully uh, get by defenders, you always want to attack uh, going straight at their bodies. Um, So you always want to attack going in a straight line. Uh, Never do a uh, setup move facing the side you want to drive on when looking to get past the defender. Because if you start angling your body to the side or going real slow or even have a little bit of speed um, going towards uh, your defender, uh, he can easily slide with you, stop, and have his uh, hips um, ready to move. Uh, To explain it even more precise, if you're running towards... um, the out-of-bounds or attacking at a wide side angle, you're giving the defense uh, more time to set up and cut you off. But if you go straight at their body, you're giving yourself more floor space and the defense less time to react. The huge problem that I see um, when guys um, set up their defender is they'll give sort of an angle to the side um, a long ways away from the defender. And the setup is slow. Um, To get by your defender, you want to come more to the center of your defender, right down the middle until you get about an arm's arm's length from him. If I get really close to my defender in that straight line um, position, now they can't start sliding one way or the other. Uh, 
versus trying to attack from a side angle where they could start sliding in that direction and cut me off. If I come hard uh, right at their center, they're, they're going to feel like there's really no reason for them to move uh, one way or the other. So those are some uh, very uh, key points um, to understanding how uh, to. Um, those are some very key fundamentals of basketball that um, I think um, a player should have in his arsenal. Um, and uh, basketball, to me, is just a very um, extinct, instinctive sport. Basketball is pure instinct. Um, a lot of times, you know, uh, trainers don't give you moves and things of that nature. But the key, but the key to using his moves effectively is to using them instinctively, and not um, where you're calculating your movements. Because if you calculate in your head what move you're always going to do, versus allowing it to be instinct and allowing it to flow naturally, you know, the defender is able to easily reach you. And um, there are um, some very uh, good um, videos on YouTube um, about how to how to successfully um, get past defenders uh, more often. Um, the proper way to try to blow by defender and things of that nature. Because um, I, I have been really uh, looking at this because a lot of coaches they never um, they never teach you how to dribble effectively. And they never teach you how to get by a defender effectively. And they never teach you how to properly read what the defender is doing before you even make your move. But and you know, and they always um, they hate on dri- they hate on dribbling uh, left and right, you know. But they never teach you how to dribble effectively. Um, it's important to um, never play with the wall or do 30 moves or things of that nature just to get by your defender. That's that's very important to say. That's very correct. Um, but but they don't really explain why you shouldn't do a lot of moves. Um, the reason why you should not do a lot of moves to get by your defender is because you want to give him as little time to react to you as possible. You don't want him to be able to have any time to set up and slide with you and cut you off from getting to your spot. Um, another reason why you don't want to um, now, but one move and go, or dribbling as little as po- uh, dribbling as little as possible, does not literally mean one move. Because I'll see um, a guy um, drive hard and change direction on um, defend on a defender and get that defend and have that defender and send that defender flying with a pullback crossover and somebody is hollering that's too much dribbling. But no, that is actually what you're supposed to do when you change direction. You're supposed to be able to stop on the dime, and you know a lot of um, great players use it and score a lot of points off of those kind of moves. There's a difference between 
there's a difference between being shifty and effectively changing direction and dribbling 45, 50 times in one spot and going nowhere. There's a difference. Just because a move looks a little flashy or looks like it has a little flair to it doesn't mean a player's doing too much. A lot of people, a lot of um, coaches, they just um, hate on uh, dribbling sometimes but don't understand how to teach you how to dribble effectively. Um, I will say this, I'd rather have a guy who knows how to um, dribble with freedom while effectively while effectively protecting the ball with his off hand and uh, can effectively uh, handle pressure and get anywhere he wants on the floor and the guy who um, is uh, frozen with fear and taught to only dribble maybe one, two, and at the most three times. And it's like a robot out there is taught to be as efficient as possible and doesn't even, but can't really get to the spot, can't really make anything happen. Um, I think that, I think that it's all, I think that it's very important for um, coaches to find a player who knows how to dribble with freedom and can get anywhere he wants on the floor. Um, they're, they're, they're dribbling because they can and can handle pressure and then effectively regulate. I think that coach needs to find that kind of player and effectively regulate how he dribbles. Teach him how to dribble effectively. Um, teach him about getting using his moves to get to the spot as quickly as possible before the defender can react. Always keeping the defender off balance. Having it where when he gets past the defender, the defender is always trying to catch up with him, which causes the defender to have to um, to reach a lot um, and almost pull at his jersey when he's when he's trying to just to catch up and get back in front. 